0: Then on Fridays, we must be ready to do what? To pray. That means another Friday, you will see us doing three hours, four hours in prayer. And after that, you will begin to see the results of what is happening all around you. Hallelujah. Because we never pray in vain. Hallelujah every time we pray, God answers prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Every time we pray, there should be an evidence. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we would have what? We would have prayed and our God would have answered prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. The reason why... We begin to, I I remember, you know, I've been doing this Friday prayer as long as I was still in, I can say, university. I'm sure I was doing these prayers, Friday prayers. And uh, we have seen the results. I remember when we were in Musina, we used to have this Friday prayer and uh, there was a mighty revival when we were there. Many, many things begin to happen. Hallelujah. And we are saying that as we are praying this prayer, don't expect things to be normal. Don't expect things to be the same. Expect things to change. Hallelujah. Because, let me tell you this, I want you to understand this. There is a time of prayer hallelujah Amen. and there is after prayer after prayer we have to use what faith Amen. and faith w- put the power and what god has done when we're praying into action hallelujah Amen. after prayer, don't need to pray If you pray, you're praying for other things. After prayer, we need faith. But now is time for prayer. But after prayer, we need what? We need faith. faith. That's why these things, they work together, all of them. All of them, they work together. Remember, the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That means somebody cannot say that, hey, I have prayed. I've been praying too much. I've prayed. I don't need the word of God. No. We need more of the word even when we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that word can produce faith. And I want you to remember that Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And listen to this one. Also hearing what God is doing. That's why you will never put what God is doing aside. You will never put what God is doing what? Aside, which is a testimony. Testimony, you must feed yourself so that also you can begin to believe God when? In and now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. It also is one of the biggest pillar of faith, testimonies of what God is doing in and now. Hallelujah. And you can never say, hey, hey, I don't need to give. I pray a lot. I study a lot the word of God. I don't need to give. I don't need to give. I don't need to plant a seed. No, no, no. It work together, all of them. After that, we also... In the power of God, in the anointing, we also plant a seed, hallelujah because the presence of God, the power of God, is like a fertile soul in which whatever get connected with it, it gets multiplied. and if you want to see the multiplicating power, the blessing power, because that's when when you know when I look back in the life of many pastors. You find that some pastors, they pray. You find that these pastors pray a lot. Sometimes that pastor even know a lot of the word. But because they don't give themselves time to sow a seed, to give, you find, uh, why are they not prospering? Uh, because this pastor is praying a lot, is, uh, is studying a lot of word, but they are not planting a seed. Let me tell you another, another, another revelation that I got a few years ago. That any number multiplied by zero is what? It's zero. zero. Even if you can take one million and you multiply it by zero is what? It's It's zero. It's like that. If you find a fertile soil, this soil is very fertile. Very fertile soil. And you say, ah, this is my garden. This is my garden. But never plant anything there. I can tell you what is going to grow. It's called a weed. Weed will grow. Not what you want, but when you find a fertile soul, you must make it your garden and you must know what you want to grow. And you plant what? What you want to grow. Hallelujah. Then, that is the reason why many years ago when I hear, why you go like, why many pastors are not getting there? And God said that most of them, they don't sow. They don't plant a seed. They don't give. That means not that they are not blessed. They are blessed. They just need a seed that they want to grow and plant it there. It will multiply. It's like you know that the, the fertile seed is like uh, a fertile soil is like one bil- billion. If you take one billion, you multiply it by one, it becomes one billion. If you take one billion, you multiply it by two, you give it two, it will become you see, it just what Multiply. Hallelujah. Mm. Then some Christians they wonder, ah, I'm praying a lot. Ah. I'm studying a lot. I'm hearing a lot of words. Why am I not prospering? (laughs) Any number might fly by zero. is what? It's zero. That's why I encourage a Christian. We must live a balanced life. Hallelujah. A Christian must live a what? A balanced balanced life. life. We must pray a lot. We must have a lot of the word of God. We must give a lot. Hallelujah. So that we may do what? We may prosper in every way. I want you. Mama Penina, where you are, there is noise. i don't want you to be a powerful christian who is broke Amen. you must be a powerful christian who have got money hallelujah Amen. then you are a balanced christian and that's why i'm also giving us a short word tonight about giving let us go to the book of luke chapter 6 verse number 38 The Bible said that give and it shall be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, it will be poured out into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Let us go to the book of Malachi. Mama Felina, I'm in spirit, please. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 10. The Bible says that, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And pour out so much blessings that there will be no room enough to store it. Verse number 11. I will prevent the pest from devouring your crops. And the vines in your field will not drop their fruits before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Verse number 12. Then all nations will call you blessed. And yours will be delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Okay, I'm just teaching us a principle here. Hallelujah. The Bible does not say pray. The Bible did not say study the word of God. The Bible said that, verse number 10, bring the whole tithe in the storeroom. That there may be food. Test me in this, says the Lord, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Then that's why sometimes some believers, some Christians, some pastors, they wonder. Ah, I'm praying a lot. Ah, I'm fasting a lot. Ah, I'm studying the word of God. I know the word. I know Genesis to Revelation. Why am I not rich? Why, Pastor, so, so, and so not going there? Sometimes they have overlooked this principle. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the Bible said that give, Isha, be given to you a good measure pressed down into your bosom. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. The Bible also gives us the formula of opening the floodgates of heaven. These are the floodgates of heaven of blessings. The one that the Lord said, that I, he said, trust me in this. If you want, God was saying that if you want to know that I can bless, if you want to know that I can make somebody to become somebody, from being nobody. Test me by giving to me. Test me by supporting the work of God. Test me by supporting those who are doing the work of God. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And I will pour much a blessing that there will not be a room enough to store that blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that is a principle that always works. That if you begin when you are praying, if you begin when you are studying, listening to the word of God, and you apply the word of God, part of it, and you begin to support the work of God. It's not just giving. Some people, you know, we give and say that, okay, I'm giving. Okay, let me give you my opinion. Which one is better on giving to the poor and giving to the work of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What is better is to give in the presence of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Not that you must not give to the less privilege. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm just comparing what? The two, clarifying the two to you. So that you will know what to do when God has begun to bless you. Because I can see somebody who's going to become so rich. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Amen. I'm seeing somebody's going to become so what? So, so rich. So, so rich. So rich not only to shine to the world. No, to support the kingdom of God. God has answered that prayer that we pray so that we can become a kingdom finance. Hallelujah. Okay, I can say a lot of things there in that book of uh, Malachi where the Bible said that. Okay, let me show you something there. Let us go back to that book of Malachi. I want to show you something there. Verse number 11, it says that I will prevent the pest from devouring your crops. And the vines in your field will not drop their fruits before they are ripe. Says the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. God here was saying that when you have done that, one of the things that I will protect everything that you own. You will not have useless losses. You will, you know, like when I used to say that, tithing, supporting the word of God, is like you are paying your insurance company. It's like you are paying your security company. It's like you are paying your medical aid in such a way that after that, God will take care of your health that You're not going to just go to the doctor and give doctor money. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's like you're paying your security company when the thieves are going to steal. God will say, this one belongs to my, this car belongs to my daughter. This one belongs to my son. Don't touch this one. Go and touch that one. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When the thief will be coming to steal something that belongs to you, it will f- that thief will find an angel protecting what belongs to you. That's why I, I will prevent the devourer from devouring a crops. When they are cutting at your work, they will say, ah, "This one we need. Why do you need this one?" They won't even have a, an answer. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. Somebody who they need, they will cut. But you, because you have bribed God. Giving to God. People don't understand. Some people, sometimes when they call for prayer, say, ah, for this one, we need favor from God. We need to bribe God. I will tell that person, bring me a seed. Hallelujah. Or go and give a seed. What are we trying to do? To do what? To bribe God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Let me tell you this. You have seen what bribe does. You have heard about it. You are in the roadblock. When you are in the roadblock, there is this cop. And see this car. This car. It has got a problem. And that person, you can tell that this guy is supposed to be arrested. He goes to his kind, took out some money, gives to the cop. Copless, this person must pass. Why? The cop has been bribed. But there is a way not to bribe a man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To bribe the creator of heaven and the earth. Mm-hmm. To bribe ocean divider. Mm-hmm. To bribe a miracle worker. That when you need a miracle and you say, Jehovah, I worship you, I worship you with this. <laughs> when he says, when he's still saying that, test me in this. When he's still happy that he got an offering, then you say, Oh God, I just need this favor. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Amen. Maybe it's too deep for you. You do something first that he want. Because offering is like what? Offering is like the way to worship him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's what the Bible talks about two brothers, Cain and Abel. The Bible said that they had a chance, both of them, to go and offer to Jehovah. The Bible said that Cain came with, um, with some of what he got and he offered to God. But Abel took the best and offered it to God. The Bible said that Jehovah was so pleased. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. Then you worship him sometime with an offering. When you worship him with an offering, when he's still wondering, oh, God, I'm enjoying your offering. I'm enjoying. Then after that, what, can you please do this for me? ah. Uh then there you got him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. In the most of the time in the Bible times, when some men of God were in trouble, they've used that formula to get out of trouble. I remember one time it was David. David was in trouble. David made a mistake. He counted the soldiers. When he counted the soldiers, the Bible said that, God was angry. He sent a plague. And about 70,000 people died. Were killed. 70,000 in the land. And David was like, oh God, don't kill people. Sorry. God must kill him. Because he's the one who makes a mistake. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said that God sent the servant of God. Say, David... Don't you know that is God? He loves offering. Offer to him, go to this land. Offer to him, the plague is going to stop. The Bible says that when you arrive on that land of Uruna, when you arrive there, Uruna says, ah, it's king. King, you are here. Ah, what are are you here to offer? Take this land for free. Take even the things to offer to God for free. The Bible said that, David said that, I will not offer anything to God. That means nothing to me. He refused. And he paid for it. Hallelujah. The Bible said that after that, the plague in Israel stopped just because of an offering. The Bible said that God answered David's prayer and the plague in Israel did what? It stopped because of an offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Of course, David was the man of God. David had prayed, but nothing could stop that plague. What I'm quoting about is found in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 24. Let us read the last verse. If you want to follow the whole story, you can read the whole of it. But verse number 25. David built an altar to the Lord and sacrificed a burnt offering. And the fellowship offering. And the Lord answered his prayer on behalf of the land. And the plague on Israel was stopped. Hallelujah. Amen. Then studying, hearing the word of God. What helps? You are able to find out what pleases the Lord. You are able to find out the secret to God's heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The secret to what? To God's heart. I can tell you many, many testimonies in this formula. Many testimonies. Several testimonies. But I want to say to us tonight: Remember, it's Friday. Uh, we're just passing through the word.